Hey everyone, it's Drew. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a heads up that it mentions some heavy topics, like substance use disorder and death, which some listeners might find distressing. If you or a loved one are struggling, you can call the national hotline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. We're also adding some resources to our show page. Okay, here's the show. Hey everybody, I'm Kyle Rizdal. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense. Yes, and I'm Kimberly Adams. Thank you for joining us. It is Thursday, and we're going to do a sort of news fix. Not so much of a smile, to be honest, but at least an acknowledgement. So yeah. I know we promised smiles yesterday, but sometimes it doesn't go that way. That's life. <laughs> I, I think that's a good acknowledgement, actually, that sometimes it's just yeah. not there, right? Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just, just not, not there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my news fix is on the opioid epidemic, and I want to point out some uh, a piece from the American Action Forum sort of collating some of the research about the economic impact mm-hmm. of the opioid e- epidemic. Um, you know, we've got tens of thousands of deaths uh, from opioid overdoses, synthetic opioids and, you know, heroin and all of these things. And I just want to read a little bit from this piece, um, which points to some work for some research uh, done by several different academics. But in 2021, relative to 2013 labor force participation rate projections, at least 1.3 million workers were absent from the labor force as a result of opioid use. And that's likely a conservative estimate. The loss of workers translates to a cumulative loss of at least 7 billion work hours and 526.1 billion in real output between 2013 and 2021. They're estimating something like, you know, when we talk about all these people missing from the Mm -hmm. workforce, which is about 6.3 million workers, according to this, and they're saying if one in five of those workers might be missing from the workforce due to opioids, right? Mm -hmm. And when we layer on all the people we lost in the pandemic, the people with long COVID, and then this other epidemic that is just such a horrible drain. And obviously, the economic impact is... (sighs) No, it's all right. Take your time. And and I think you ought to explain why this one hits you so much. So this morning I found out that a family member of mine (sighs) died of an um, opioid overdose. Way too young. And um, no one is immune from this. There's an economic impact, but there's such a human impact. And I think it's very easy to talk about these numbers. Yeah. And when we get the headlines about um, the opioid, opioid epidemic, it's very easy to think of it as happening to others. But we're talking about one in five people potentially missing from the labor force because of opioids. 
And whether it's, you know, because somebody died or because someone is suffering from opioid use disorder and that's lessening their ability to live full and productive lives, it is somebody you know, it's somebody in your family, or it's somebody who might be close to you. And so there are a lot of um, harm reduction resources available. We're going to link to some of them on the show notes page. Yeah. Especially Narcan and um, Naloxone, which can stop somebody from dying Mm -hmm. from overdose. So... We're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna take a minute here. Yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> no, it's look. This is real, and and this is look. I don't I don't want to make too much of it, but this is sort of um, what this podcast in its original form was for, right? Moments of tragedy in this society, and we had a moment of tragedy at the beginning of the pandemic, and we have moments of tragedy every day, and this is one. And it hits really close yeah. to the to the family that we have here at Marketplace, and and I think people are going to get it when they hear this. Um, so we'll have those resources on the show page, and if you have somebody who's in trouble, reach out to them. There are resources, and maybe you can get them some help. Yeah, and um, I should say that the other show that I work on call to mind. Um, We have an upcoming show on substance use disorders that will be available, I think, at the beginning of the year. So oddly enough, I've been doing lots of interviews lately on opioids, and there are a lot of new strategies and new research on paths to recovery. And there, there are ways out. And just to circle back on the Narcan naloxone mm-hmm. thing, um, many times you can get a free kit or a free, you know, box of it or whatever. And even if you think you don't know somebody who's suffering from opioid use disorders, it doesn't really hurt to have it on hand. I have one of these kits in my house. Mm. Sometimes I carry it around, especially if I'm going out at night and might go clubbing or something like that, um, because it really can save somebody's life. And so, you know, like I said, reach out to folks who you think might be suffering. If you can, um, you might want to keep that in your car or um, keep it in your home because it can really make a difference and uh, save somebody's life. Yeah. Uh, so this is a little that's unusual for this podcast. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, we are we are not going to do the traditional format of this podcast, which is bang bang news and then bang bang make me smile. <laughs> we are though gonna gonna yeah. um, talk about a news item that that is worthy of a smile and, and also uh, just a tinge of regret. Of course, the news this morning that Brittany Griner has been freed in a prisoner exchange, mm-hmm. um, and she's coming home. Brittany Griner, of course, the the WNBA and Olympic star, who. Um, since February, has been uh, imprisoned by the Russians for a a vile, a scant vile of less than a um, gram, from yeah, what I recall, of um, cannabis oil, THC oil. It was some sort of oil, right? Yeah, 
mm-hmm. prohibited over there. Anyway, she is. By the time you hear this, she's probably going to be home. Actually, uh, yeah. Um, I which is which is great news and and is worthy of, of of a moment. I do want to give, however, a moment of grace to the family of Paul Whalen, who has yeah. been imprisoned by the Russians on on what are widely agreed to be trumped up espionage charges since 2018. And here's the quote from. Paul Whelan's brother, David, he says, I'm so glad Brittany Griner is on her way home. The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Ms. Griner home, David Whelan says, and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for one that wasn't going to happen. And I think that's just that's real grace in a moment of real, real, real disappointment for the Whelan family. And I think we should we should honor that. Because what it seems happened is the Russians were, it seems, offering just Griner for the prisoner exchange that they made or no deal at all. And they took the deal that was on the table. But this is particularly challenging for the Whelan family because this is the second time this has happened to them where they were very, you know, happy to celebrate that Trevor Reed was released uh, from custody in similar circumstances where they had to make a trade and even though Paul Whelan has been there longer, they were unable to make that trade for him. And so I can't imagine what yeah. that's like. Um, as you know, I do a lot of work with the National Press Club, and we've been advocating for years for the return of uh, freelance journalist Austin Tice, mm-hmm. who was captured in Syria. And we have reason to believe that he's alive and his family is working, has been working with the Biden administration and the Trump administration, you know, everybody they can to try to bring him home. But getting folks back from these situations is incredibly challenging. It's awful diplomatically. And in the meantime, you've got these families just waiting and hoping and trying to remember Yep. Make make sure that other people remember that their loved ones are there. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, so that's the podcast for today. Um, yes, gonna... I do have a little bit of smile. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Yes, because you know what, we're gonna do it. Um, okay. Tomorrow we are still gonna have our holiday party. It is gonna be our final episode of 2022. And we are going, I, at least, personally, (laughs) me. (laughs) All right. Now that was shade. I can recognize shade when I hear it. That's what shade looks like. Because I'm going up to the attic today and I'm getting a Santa hat. And that's the whole damn decoration on my heart. Yeah, there we go. I will have more decoration than that, to put it mildly. And... um, I would encourage those of you joining us on the YouTube live stream, uh, which is going to be at, oh gosh, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific, uh, same time as every single week. You know, don your festive gear uh, for whatever you celebrate, even if it's Festivus for the rest of us, and uh, bring your holiday-themed cocktails or mocktails or beers. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good time. It definitely will. When Carlos hit it, we'll get out of here. Because everybody knows how to get all of us. We don't have to say it every time. Yes. <laughs> That's what I say. That's what I say. Yeah. Make Me Smart is produced by Marissa Cabrera and Courtney Bergsicker. Today's episode was engineered by the aforementioned Juan Carlos Toronto. Ellen Rolfus writes our newsletter. Bridget Bodner is senior producing Million Bazillion right now. And Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital. 
Whew, that was challenging. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.